This is Health Yeah, your weekly update on what's going on in the health, wellness, and medical world with Monica Robbins. Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning into Health Yeah, your prescription for clear, concise medical health and wellness information. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Today's episode focuses on the darker side of online dating. Licensed clinical psychologist Dr. Jennifer Kinetic works with the Veterans Administration's Intimate Partner Violence Assistance Program. While the program helps veterans, their partners, and VA staff who are impacted by intimate partner violence, her advice is critical for anyone who uses online dating. Also, the VA IPV program helps perpetrators manage their anger and behavior. What is the VA's Intimate Partner Violence Assistance Program? Well, I'm, I'm glad you asked. Uh, I'm excited about the program. It's relatively new in, in VA years. Uh, we've had our program in Cleveland, actually nationally, for about seven years now. And the program really focuses on supporting veterans and their partners who are impacted by intimate partner violence. Uh, we also serve staff. So um, that includes emotional abuse, physical abuse, sexual abuse, stalking. So a rather broad, broad spectrum. You know, you may already know that women are the fastest growing cohort uh, in the VA. Uh, and, um, but I can also tell you that just anecdotally, we serve about as many men as we do women. Uh, impacted by violence. You're also talking to veterans who do the violence. Is that, do I have that right? Yes, ma'am. Um, we, we work with veterans who use an experience and often that is an issue for um, people where they, they have both things going on. Um, what we know about relationship health and safety is that violence tends to be bi-directional. So um, if we're serving or trying to help someone who's using, they may also be experiencing violence. So it's not necessarily a split kind of kind of situation. Trauma in the past? Yeah, that's a great point. Absolutely. We, we will see veterans who and their partners who have a history of, you know, unhealthy relationships, nothing currently happening, but it's interfering with their lives today. When people think of online dating, you're not necessarily thinking this could lead to online violence. So kind of walk me through. It doesn't even have to be when you meet the person. Let's start there. Like what what do people need to be aware of? Because this information is good for veterans and everybody else. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I think there are a couple of things to consider. So kind of the first thing I like to share with veterans really emphasizes that um, pay attention to your instincts. You know, we have instincts that support our survival. And I think too often folks doubt their instincts. So if you, if you notice things don't feel right, things are off, listen to that. And I, I think a lot of, a lot of survivors um, may struggle with that part because they have a history of unhealthy relationships and they learn to doubt their own judgment. Um, people maybe pile onto that and say, you know, you, you made bad decisions, you know, just listen to me. So I think step one is really listening to your, your instincts. Um, and then there's a lot of practical things you can do. Um, I think the first part in our national offices recently released some guidance on this, which I, I really appreciate. Uh, thinking about, you know, the number one, when you're in the act of, of dating, you know, doing using dating apps, 
um, thinking about your profile. Um, so one recommendation is to use a photo for maybe dating apps that are not photos that you would have on other social media platforms. Um, this can reduce um, the potential perpetrator's ability to kind of do a, re uh, you know, like a research on you um, and to collect additional information about you or your loved ones that then can be used for manipulation or potential harm. So thinking about using a unique photo is, is one really good recommendation. Really paying attention to the person's responses to questions. If, if you, you meet someone online and they're rather vague, um, they, or they get too intimate, too, uh, you know, romantic too quickly, red flag. Um, another common kind of cause or area for concern that you should really pay attention to is if they let you know, yeah, I'm, I'm American, but I'm, I'm working overseas. Pay attention to that. Um, pay attention to folks who would ask for your address too soon or your um, maybe your, uh, your, your work address to maybe send you flowers or send a gift. Um, that's also something to pay attention to. Um, so, so, you know, a couple of ways to do some screening on the front end can be really helpful. That's really great advice. How does human trafficking, how does that happen with online dating sites? Human trafficking and, and IPV often overlap and intersect with online dating. Um, human traffickers, um, we are finding use this mechanism as one way to recruit uh, for labor and, and pornography. Um, so thinking about, um, you know, um, just being aware that online dating app services do not do criminal background checks on the users of that technology. So paying attention to that for sure. Um, and when you think about how, how it can happen, um, you know, some of the, the, the research we're looking at includes just collecting information regarding uh, folks using, you know, dating apps, again, as I mentioned before, private information about like who your loved ones are, where you work, to use that information for manipulation or coercion to threaten you. So that's why maintaining as much privacy and, and caution as you can while you know, still getting, like, getting out there if you want to is important. Pandemic dating lately, you know, most people have been just really meeting online and chatting online and developing these relationships. But what happens like now that, you know, maybe they're vaccinated and it's time to meet in person? What are the warning signs? What do people need to be aware of? Oh, I'm, I'm glad you asked. So there's a lot you can do to increase your safety when you're preparing to kind of launch yourself out into like face-to-face -face dating world again. Um, first of all, we really recommend doing more assessment on the front end before you go out face-to-face, -face, just like psychologists do. So having video chats with a person, ideally multiple video chats. So you, you get a sense of that person. And then when you think about, okay, I'm ready to go out into the world now, you know, another principle is of dating safety and really just relationship safety is bringing in other people, people you trust and love, letting them know this is where I'm going. Here's a picture of this person. Um, check on me or if I don't check in with you, please call or come by. Um, 
also uh, another recommendation from our national offices, uh, letting if if you're if you're open to it when you go on the date, say like at a restaurant, let the maitre d or the server know I am on my first date. Um, so other people are laying eyes on you, um, and they know and they'll notice. You know, servers, bartenders, letting the bartender know if you're at a you know if if that's where you are. This is on my first date, so they can be an extra set of eyes. And, and potentially intervene if needed. Um, like at VA, we're, we're teaching, you know, bystander intervention is, is so critical. So letting folks know. And then also another recommendation is thinking about your exit strategy. So as you prepare for that first date, you know, picking a place that you are familiar with um, can be really important and helpful and, and being sure you have your own like exit strategy if you, need to leave if, if again, if, if things don't feel right. The top three things they need to remember to stay safe and also understand what their risks could be. Number one would be be your own psychologist, do a really good screening, assess the person. Um, number two, uh, I would say bring in other people, include other people, have, have um, eyes on you, let them know your plans. And maybe the third one is, is, is really pay attention to your instincts. Listen to your gut. If things don't feel right, you know, um, take action. If people want more information or, you know, Lord forbid, if they've already been in, in a bad situation, what kind of resources are available for them? There's a number of things we can offer. So certainly at the VA, we are happy to, to we serve veterans partners. Um, there's also the National Sexual Assault Hotline, which is 1-800-656-HOPE, uh, as well as the National Human Trafficking Hotline at 888-373-7888. So those are some resources for your listeners. How big of a problem is this on online dating? Is there any way to measure it? Uh, yeah, that's a great question. So I don't have, um, I, I can tell you just in general that when we look at stats on stalking, um, we're seeing a, a, certainly a, a rise in that when we look at, you know, using technology to stalk folks. Um, in terms of online dating, I can I, I can't really give you exact numbers for for that. I don't know that 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 I have that information, um, but I can just let you know that we're looking at a large number of people. About 40 million people nationally are using dating platforms, and so as more and more folks use it, um, we just need to be paying attention. Um, when we just look at more generally IPV. Um, about one out of four women and around one out of six men are affected. Um, and in the VA, we think that the stats on men are probably higher. Um, we continue to collect information on that. What we're finding from the research in this area is that veterans appear to be more vulnerable to both experiencing and using violence uh, than their civilian counterparts. Um, there are a number of reasons why that may be. Um, there's many factors that are unique to the veteran experience, and, and that's why VA really made the commitment to, to do something about it. So the connection between IPV and just online dating, why are we mixing the two? The short answer is because um, um, we're, har we're, we're harmed by people who, who know us, and, and we look at, at, at online dating, um, more and more there's um, this, this overlap between sexual assault, human trafficking, 
IPV and dating, there's this intersection. And so it, it, the folks who do the kind of work I do are really trying to promote awareness around how to be healthier and safer in relationships from the beginning, like from before you start a relationship to dating, to your, your fret, you're, you're in the middle of it. So kind of like at all stages of a relationship. As a clinical psychologist, I'm sure you are well aware of the pandemic stress that everybody has been under. Is that causing more IPV that you're seeing? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so uh, our national office recently um, posted some some data on this and we're, we're finding that actually there is a significant increase in the experience of IPV since uh, COVID. Um, I don't have like final numbers on hand, but but we're definitely noticing uh, an impact as, as you would expect. Folks are in a lot of stress. I'm curious for those who are the perpetrators of this violence, if somebody knows that they have a short fuse, what can they do to control that if, if they indeed want that control? I love this question. <laughs> this is one of the things I do in my daily life. Um, I wish we had like three more hours. Um, um, the short answer is, uh, so yeah, we have a lot of programs that, that, that actually respond to that, but um, really awareness is number one. Um, we look a lot at the impact of trauma, the impact of, of previous deployments on a, a person's health and how that may make them more vulnerable undertreated or untreated mental illness or addiction, um, you know, previous relationship history. So we really work with each person to kind of get it, get an understanding of what specifically is happening with them and, and um, intervene that way. We, we're not trying to do any kind of cookie cutter treatment on that because everybody's unique. By the time they come to see you, though, are you finding that the majority of your clients are well aware and that it was something they wanted to get under control, but they just couldn't? That is a good question, too. Um, I would say yes and no. Um, what we're trying to do is really reframe the conversation. So when, when, we, when we talk to veterans about why don't you come to my, my group about you know intimate partner violence, that can be kind of off-putting. Um, what we're trying to talk about is relationship health and safety. And, and I would argue that all of us can benefit from work on relationship health and safety. We can all do better. Um, so I think when we, 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 we try to look at the spectrum, you know, of, of what does that look like? Sometimes it's, I'm stressed, I don't know how to communicate, and it can go all the way to using physical, physical violence. Final thoughts, what would you like to leave everyone with? Reach out if you have questions. There's a lot of support locally in Cleveland. If, if you're not a veteran, we can get you connected. Um, and I would encourage folks to just be, be gentle with yourselves. If you are currently struggling with your relationship, um, this is very common. Um, um, many people uh, uh, need help and uh, I, I hope folks can be more compassionate with themselves and um, just feel less shame about it and just reach out and, and ask for help. That's great advice. Oh, Dr. Knegg, thank you so much. I appreciate your time. 
Please find me on Twitter and Instagram at Monica Robbins. Catch up on health news and future podcasts on my Facebook page, Monica Robbins WKYC. Video podcasts are uploaded to my YouTube channel. Just search Monica Robbins and please subscribe too. Keep up to date on all of your new sports and weather on WKYC.com and the WKYC YouTube channel, and please follow the WKYC social media accounts as well. Random acts of kindness are good for your soul. Practice them daily. I'm Monica Robbins. Until next time, have a healthy week. Thanks for listening to Health Yeah! with Monica Robbins from WKYC Studios. Subscribe now so you never miss an update. And find more on everything you heard here on WKYC.com and on the WKYC app.